right, so we good? Ready? Ready, man. All right, let's go. You got more for the index card? Yeah, you're like, I'm like, I'm ready for your index card. Look, I knew I had to come correct because I respect, first of all, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yes. Um, And I respect what you're doing. Um, Like, the interviews I've seen you do, I just love. Mm. I love it because, like, you are very much a person that you can tell takes the time to, like, figure out the person and the, the questions and the trigger. If you're giving much Oprah, Montel Williams. <laughs> Montel. <laughs> I am bald head. Is that the first time you heard that one? I, that's Montel Williams. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, that's a blast. That's a blast from the past. Montel used to be that nigga, though. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Montel Williams is cool as hell. Goddamn Montel Williams. So what the fuck is Montel Williams? I know he was doing some commercials or some shit. Right? So, and you know he had MS. Oh yeah, you yeah. Are so he did. Well, he does. Is he still? He's alive. He's still. I hate that we gotta do that. I know. Right? <laughs> so much shit happened on the internet. I'm still <laughs> really alive. Right. I'm still alive. Who was that? Who was that? <laughs> I mean, you ain't never heard that. That it was like some on, on IG. Man, it was like a little viral video. Dude made this song. He ain't got shot. Oh like, god. Said, I'm, I'm still alive. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, you got you got to see that shit. It's, it's classic. I believe it. Classic. I believe it exists. Classic internet fighting. <laughs> I have no qualms about <laughs> knowing that that shit is out there. Um, so yeah, so I'm happy to have you here. I'm glad you're joining me. And um, so for anybody who's watching my channel that doesn't know who you are, um, I want you to introduce yourself. But you know, we got a lot in common. I definitely one of my people that we got some we got some weird shit that happened too. So we'll get into that. But I think. <laughs> I hope you remember what I'm talking about. Uh, but. I think I have an idea, but I, I'm not 100 certain. But I'm sure you yeah, yeah, no, yeah, as, no, as, as this goes on. Nothing uh, criminal, nothing criminal. No, I know. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I know all the criminal activity I've done. I know he was never with you, so I know. I ain't worried about that part. Yeah, I ain't, and and yeah. if it was, I wouldn't. Yeah, well, I no, wouldn't know. When actually, you know, I've never done anything criminal. I, I don't have any criminal activity. See, in my see there, life. You go, there you what go. What am I talking about? I'm straight and narrow, whole life. I ain't never did shit wrong. Real uh, <laughs> uh, Allen. Yes. Uh, I am a host of the Channel 914 podcast, uh, co-host of the Easily Offended podcast, uh, owner, creator of 914 Media Group, and, uh, you know, just all, all around regular ass nigga outside of that. So humble. So humble. Such a cool dude. And, uh, you know, anybody who tunes into your channel knows you have a variety of interests. Um, and I, I just I just love that. I feel like you're very genuine and very sincere in how you present yourself and uh, really have an entry for like, you know, having those conversations and letting people tell their stories. And Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel like because I watch a lot of um, there's certain people like like drink chance. Right. Mm hmm. Love drink chance, man. Great shit. But Nori, a lot of times, is just like, bro, shut up. <laughs> ask a question. Let the motherfucker answer it yeah. all the way through before you interrupt. They got to say some shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, like, you'll interrupt and they got another conversation and they'll never go back to what they were originally saying. It's just like, so I like to just ask the questions and get out the way. Yeah. Like, let people talk. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it's about them. It's about your guests. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, obviously, we're going to interact. And I'm not going to just sit there and just be quiet the whole time. I'm going right, right. to have a conversation. Right, right. Yeah, so, but yeah. So, but I, I appreciate that you noticed that. that that's, that's what I aim for. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I I would be the person that's interrupting people. I do that all the time. I'm learning though. See, I, I believe COVID was my sign to like really get my social awkwardness and all of that <laughs> shit figured out. You know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, now these interactions count. Like, you know, <laughs> we was taking them off for granted. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like 2020 is a year should be like stricken from the record. That, like you know what I'm saying like that, it was so much weird shit happened man like just so much and Trump was president you know like it was just all the COVID well if I remember when the shit first happened like niggas was outside spraying their kids down with Lysol oh, it I was forgot just, about that yeah man it was just it's so much so much crazy stuff happened like you know what I'm saying niggas was talking about the 5G was giving niggas COVID you know what I'm saying? It was so many conspiracies. It was just, it was a wild time, bro. It was, it was, it was a wild time. Um, so yeah, so the, the social interactions probably yeah, that was a good time to get your move together. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And do you remember three eleven twenty twenty? I figured that's what you were talking about. <laughs> like, you was the last person I kicked it with. Cause that's when we was sitting there. Well, I forgot we was. I forgot what the fuck we were doing. I don't know if I was cooking. We were eating, talking shit, probably yeah. smoking. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure some weed was involved. And then it was like the NBA just canceled the season. And it was just like, and that's because you know before the end, everybody was just kind of like, I like COVID ain't nothing. This shit like the flu. And it was like you know black people can't get COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like and people were making fun of it. No, what nobody was taking it seriously. And then the NBA canceled the season. It was like, oh. Okay. Right. Shit just got real. Yeah, you know what I'm real. saying? And it was just like overnight, everything changed. Next thing you know, we we in lockdown. You know what I'm saying? We talking to motherfuckers via Zoom. You know what I'm saying? No, it, it was yeah, yeah. So that was uh, yeah. I, I I thought that's where you were getting because that was <laughs> that that was why I I'll, I'll never forget that shit. We was we, we was the last people. You were the last person I saw. Like for like a few weeks. Right. You know it, it was very given much like dystopian, played it in the ace. Like like this was it. Like yeah, because it, <laughs> it, it was like we were sitting there chilling. Cause I think you like not long after that you left. Yeah, you know I mean, we just did the whole. What else were we gonna do? Right. <laughs> Basketball is over. Right, like, these things are canceled like mid game. Right, <laughs> the game was happening. The ball was in the air. Right. It was just like no, no, we gotta stop this shit right now. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, okay, all right. I guess this is real. So yeah, nah, that was traumatic, man. And man. I, remember, I like, yeah, that's. I was thinking about that. Um, when I was, you know, thinking about having you on, I was like, man, that's crazy. Like, he was like the last person I saw when we really realized that. And so then, uh, did you see Avon Orgy, you know, uh, from Insecure, the, the comedian? Uh, she has a special thought, on HBO. I thought HBO. you say, like, Avon's Orgy. Like, whoa. I didn't ah, see, I didn't, I didn't, is that how you, like, now I gotta check. Is that how you say her name or was that a Freudian slip? <laughs> say, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see the Orgy. I'm just, oh, God. Let me put some more Nigerian in Orgy. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I know what you're talking about. What you, what you about to say? She had a um, she had a stand up special recently, and a second one on uh, HBO. Yeah, I didn't, see, I didn't watch it. She ain't that funny to me, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, so okay. I, I didn't well, I can spoil the joke for you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm, she, not, I'm, not, she, I'm not gonna watch that shit. But she literally mentioned that like niggas was not taking COVID serious until they was like LeBron ain't playing basketball no more. Like they shut the whole NBA down. That was the moment. <laughs> Every everything changed. Nobody, and it wasn't just black people. Nobody was taking this serious. Yeah, yeah. Until fucking they shut down the NBA. Absolutely. It was just like if they finna stop all this money, okay. This yeah. for real. Yeah, I yeah. thought y'all was playing, but right. yeah. Obviously, we are not playing. This is serious. This is this is not a drill. Not at all. <laughs> you know it was not. 
Yeah, that changed everything. That was like our 9-11 though. And it was funny when I realized it was on an 11 day. I was like, you know, I'm very into mysticism. So, you know, them numbers to me, they kind of make you look at it again. Like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. And, you know, I don't, I, I didn't remember the actual date. Until yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that was three eleven. I didn't either. I had to go back and look it up. Uh, so I, I remember so when I knew I was gonna have you on, I thought about it and I was like, I wonder what day that was. And uh, I had to double check, you know, too. Like I, I did see him that day. Like, was I am I oh, yeah, like, no, yeah, no, all no, of no. that happened, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh I was like, Was that the same the same day they announced it? And I looked up it was like three eleven. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Wow. That's crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> here we are over two years later. The world has just gotten weirder and weirder. And we, and you know, so we saw 9-11 too. You remember where you were when 9-11 happened? Yeah. I was in, uh, it was crazy. I was in school. I was in Iowa. Okay. And I decided to not go to class that day. I was like, because wasn't 9-11 a Monday? I believe so. I feel like it was. All I know is I, I've been drinking the night before. I'm in college. It, it could have <laughs> been, been any. Fu- it could have been any fucking night. <laughs> but. <laughs> but right. <laughs> <laughs> Not much has changed, obviously. You know what I'm saying? We're still here. They drinking. Um, but nah, I just know that I've been drinking. Mm-hmm. So I had an early class. And I was just like, fuck, I ain't going to class. So I was asleep. And uh, my mama called me. Mm-hmm. And she called my room phone. At first I didn't answer. She called me again. I'm like, man, fuck. I mean, I knew it wasn't nobody in my room. Right? Yeah. So I pick up the phone. I'm like, hello. She's like, are you asleep? And I'm like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, well, you don't know what's going on in the world, do you? I'm like, what you, that's an odd ass thing to say. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? She was just like, turn on the TV. And I turned the TV on. And there it was. Yeah. Two towers sitting there smoking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see you. I, I know a lot of people saw the second plane hit. Yeah. By the time I turned it on, the second plane was on. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I just saw the smoke. And then obviously, I saw them both collapse. Yeah, man. I was, uh, that's what you, uh, people really thought, okay, the world is over. Like this is this is about to be World War Three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So this and it's funny that when you, you put those two things, you, you juxtapose those two against each other and there's like those are two very kinda of like everybody thought the world was gonna end moments, but very different. Yeah. And neither time did the world actually end. It changed though. Yeah. Because the world pre nine eleven and post nine eleven was very different. Yeah. And the world post I guess what what day can you whatever it was I guess well, you could say three eleven yeah if anybody but, was conscious enough to remember yeah, exactly, that yeah, yeah. post three eleven is 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 forever changed yeah so, yeah I mean, that's, that's that's interesting comparison yeah I yeah that really blew me blew me away when I thought about it like that um but yeah like those memories man they they etched in your mind it's it's hard to uh to bypass something like that but moving on to something a little bit more you know. Yeah. Positive. <laughs> um, so what made you uh, start? I know you said, you know, uh, coping with being at home and COVID and then your brother yeah. um, passing kind of made you start the podcast. But talk about that a little bit. So it's a it's something that people have been telling me I should do for like a long time, like podcasting or blogging or whatever. And I'm not disciplined enough to like write consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just talking is easier, even though it's I, I, ironically for every episode, I end up having to write out a lot of shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, especially when I, when I do the solo ones, like, I pretty much have, like, a script. Yeah. Um, obviously, when I do interviews, I give an outline, questions. Um, but it really kind of, like, so when the first pandemic first started, I, I kind of, like, started doing a little stuff online, mm. just, like, posting shit on IG and Facebook. And uh, people were really, people really liked it. Mm. And then, um, 
but my brother had just passed. So I was kind of like, I hadn't, really, it hadn't really hit me for real yet. Um, so, and then once we got further into the pandemic, I just kind of like got away from it. You know what I mean? I kind of went into like really grieving. So I wasn't really, my mind wasn't in a good place to be trying to like put out content. Right? Yeah. Um, and then, so, but funny enough, uh, so I started with the easily offended first, mm-hmm. right? So uh, my homeboy Larnell, one of my best friends I grew up with, shout out to Larnell, uh, El Boogie, as some people like to call him, <laughs> <laughs> not me. <laughs> Mom named Clay. I'm right, right. Mom named Clay. I'm called Clay. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, man. But um, so it was. It's funny because I was just thinking about like what my next move was going to be. Like you know, just obviously I have a job, I have a career, mm-hmm. but. Um, it's just something outside of that because it's just like it's, it's not fulfilling, mm-hmm. obviously. And it's like, okay, I need something else because this 401k ain't finna hit. You know what I'm saying? Or nothing. So I need to be able to create something uh, that's gonna generate something that's gonna that's gonna be able to build and I'm gonna be able to like live on. You know what I'm saying? Actually, create something that's gonna add to the ecosystem. Not mm-hmm. so it wasn't just a fi- it's not just a financial motivation. It's kind of like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh. I was just praying about the shit, man. And I remember uh, there was one day there was like a, a solar eclipse. It was early in the morning. And I went out to the lake on 39th Street, man. I just kind of sat out, out there in the grass. And I was just praying for, like, man, I just need, you know what I'm saying, like, specifically about what, I'm, what I want to do. And it's just like, I just need a path. I just need something, you know what I'm saying, something to follow. Mm-hmm. And, um, this idea popped into my head that I see a lot of people podcasting is actually a big thing, right? And mm-hmm. I see people that I know like doing content and they actually probably have decent content, but the production value is trash. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the audio sounds terrible or the, the video quality they're doing not being used lighting. And I just like I'm not I'm I'm no videographer or anything like that, but I have a background in audio engineering. So I, I know basic shit about just like production value. So I knew that I could like help help people do like very basic things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I was like, okay, I can start maybe just trying to help people produce their podcasts, right? So right after I had this idea, um, Larnell hits me up saying, I'm doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's fucking perfect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can be my guinea pig. So... Um, so I just started helping him, man. And I was, at first I was just going to like help produce, you know what I'm saying, keep shit in order, uh, make sure the audio is good. I wasn't planning on being a cameraman, uh, but, um, the camera guy, uh, I guess decided since I was going to be doing that, I could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, cause he was actually on the show, right? Okay. And it was the first, it was, it was kind of weird when we recorded the first episode, the first, like the, the dude whose camera we were using before, before I got my own. Uh-huh. He was just supposed to be behind the camera and kind of kind of be like the guy behind the camera. You would hear him sometimes, but not. But then one of the guys was supposed to be that he couldn't record in the beginning. So then it's just like, it was like literally right before we started recording, it was like, okay, well, I'm just going to sit in. <laughs> All right. So now I'm, I guess I'm doing the camera now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's just kind of the way it went from there. Um, and then, so it was four guys. So one of the guys was absent at first and he came back and then he ended up quitting. Um, I'm not going to be able to go into the whole yeah, story. Yeah. It's a whole lot of drama behind that. <laughs> oh, <sure. laughs> but uh, he ended up quitting. So then they ended up asking me to fill in. 
and I just kind of stayed, you know. Um, so I was doing that for a while. And then, man, I, I always wanted to do something. It kind of like, so I, I, I knew I wanted to like, because I'm, I'm more of a behind the scenes person, mm-hmm. but people have always kind of been telling me like, you know, you, you, you should do something like this. And I remember, man, like one of the last conversations my brother, me and my brother had, uh, it was on my, the, the, the birthday, the last birthday I had with him alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a party in my crib. And he told me like, man, like I, I, like you have this, a very unique perspective and like the way you look at the world is mm-hmm. just, is just very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought, okay, well maybe this is something I can offer. And it, so I, I, I just kind of like, was thinking about okay, what the dog? How am I gonna do this? But then, so I was, so I was, I, I toyed around with the idea, but I couldn't think of the name. I couldn't think of like exactly what I wanted to do, how I wanted it to be. And then one day, uh, it just hit me. I had, and uh, w- one thing that inspired me, I watched that uh, that Yay documentary mm-hmm. uh, with a um, genius, yeah, and uh, the dude Chike, he had Channel Zero. And mm-hmm. I remember Channel Zero. Mm-hmm. And he would just like interview people. He'd go all over the place. And it was mostly like Chicago hip hop. Yeah. In the same scene. Um, but, and I just remember like, man, you know, that's a, so nobody really does shit like that. And we're just like, really just like straight. I mean, people would have podcasts and interview people, but they always kind of like, they're, they, they, everybody wants to be like in a certain way. Like mm-hmm. nobody really wants to like, you're going to be about this. Everybody we always going to talk about this. going to be this one thing. Uh, and I never wanted to do that, but I just, I just, I just love the way he did it and the energy and it seemed like the genuineness that he had mm-hmm. with it. And that's just like the kind of energy I wanted to have. Um, and then one day, man, I was just driving along um, and then the name just hit me, Channel 914. And it was just like, once I got that idea, it was just like, everything was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Now it was like, everything was clear. Mm-hmm. Once, 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 once the name popped in my head, and like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna buy this equipment. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna buy all this shit, and I already know how to use it for real. I'm gonna figure this shit out. And like, I, that that happened in May, and by June, by Father's Day, I had my first episode up. And it was really just kind of like a way to keep my brother's legacy, his name, and like him him to still be a part of whatever I'm mm-hmm. doing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, so it, it really, and it, it kind of, you know, and also kind of helps a little bit, we talk about it in terms of healing and yeah. getting on. And yeah, yeah, so all of that. And it just, um, it gives me an outlet. It gives me something, to, something creative, something I can do. And it allows me like to, even because all the people that I've had on are people I know personally, mm-hmm. but I've gotten to know them, but not everybody. But mostly, uh, but I've gotten to know them like even better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, and, and so it's it's been a really really interesting experience, man. I, and I found out um, it's like a because I didn't know what I was gonna do. Like my first episode was just like saying talk about Father's Day. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying my second episode was about male pattern baldness. <laughs> <laughs> There, there was some flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so then my third episode, it was funny because I saw, so I always knew I wanted to have guests. Yeah. Um, and I had like a kind of like, I had like a list of people uh, that I wanted. Um, but then I ended up seeing, um, so my first interview was with the Diamond Twins, Diamond Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Fellow Mustangs. And um, so I happened to see Anthony at the gym. Mm. 
and we were talking and it was just kind of like, hey, you know, you're doing this and doing that. And I was just like, hey, man, would you yeah. want to get interviewed? And he was like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it just happened just like that. Yeah. And via that interview, me preparing for it, me getting ready, and then the actual process is just like, I like this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, doing the research, like, everything about it, like, researching, preparing for it, the actual process, and then, like, the interview, the conversation we had, just like, Nah, this is this is my thing, um, you know, and it's and it's funny because like when I first started, it was just like I just wanted to be like so the quote I used to describe was like I'm from Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. and it's just like you should be like water. If water is in a cup, it becomes a cup. Yeah. If water is in a bowl, it becomes a bowl. It should be formless. So I just I never want to be tied down to one thing, you know. You look at somebody like Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like. It's like a myriad of topics, myriad of interests. And that's really who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of like one of those jack of all trade, master of none. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a little bit. I got a lot of useless information. I read a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah. So, I know that was just a long ass answer. No, that was, that was a lie, but it was great. It yeah. Was... But that's, that's really kind of like the lane because there's nobody in terms of like, well, I shouldn't say nobody. But... Um, <clears throat> Just with black people, we have this tendency to have to explain ourselves mm-hmm. and uh, explain why we do things and what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really just kind of want to get away from that and just show like the spectrum that we have mm-hmm. without having to say, hey, you know, black people do this too. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, black people into this too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, we ain't got to say that. We ain't got to explain ourselves. We ain't got to keep doing this shit. We just be. We just exist. You know what I'm saying? And all we got to do is show it. So yeah, a word. that's yeah. So that's that's what I'm on, man. That's what I'm trying to do. Praises, yes. Oh. <sighs> that you just everything like you already know. Like, and that's I like. I remember I DM'd you because I was like, like I'm like you just had this vibe, and I'm like we seem like we got a lot in common. Like, well, we don't you know have no interactions outside of you know a like or whatever a comment on Facebook here and there. But um, yeah, like I feel I, I definitely always felt that kind of spiritual connection that you had to other people. Like I don't know exactly how to describe it, but what would you say? Where do you think maybe that came from, or how would you describe your like your spiritual core? Describe my spiritual core. I know. Well, you weren't ready for that. <laughs> I Switched it up on your ass. I, know, right? <laughs> I, I was not ready for, uh, for the I'm the Black Oprah, like Carisha said. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was not ready for the spiritual core question. <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's interesting. It's interesting how you put that. Um, so, I'm... I, I, so, I, I, I genuinely give a fuck. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I feel like I am a communicator. I'm good with people. Um, I'm actually naturally a shy person, mm-hmm. but I, I, I know I have the ability to like, I can pretty much talk to anybody. Like I was one of those people, like I, I used to be on the train all the time on the red line and like somebody always just like, for whatever reason, like vent their whole life story to me. I'm mm-hmm. just sitting there mm-hmm. like, trying to get home, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? <clears throat> but I'm never rude. Uh, and I, I guess you can say, like, I'm kind of an empath mm-hmm. like that. But it's it's not... So w- what I'm doing... Well, obviously, eventually, I want to make some money from this shit, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm 
Both of them got to eat. I got a kid. <laughs> we are available. Yeah, Promotions, right. advertisements. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll wear your shirt. <laughs> Look at this. But he got a blank hoodie on. Just waiting. Man, it's a blank billboard right now. I got a big ass chest. <laughs> He's really available. <laughs> no, but but ultimately, man, I, I, I see a platform that is oftentimes misused. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much misinformation and dissension and just like a lot of just like hateful shit, very divisive shit that people use the internet, YouTube, and like podcasts before. And there's just, I just feel like, man, I got, I had, I got something to offer the ecosystem in terms of just being like genuine. I ain't out here trying to fake no shit. I'm not doing nothing just for clicks and likes. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of like, I ain't, I ain't never been no front you know mm. what I'm saying? Like, I'm a terrible liar. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, not to go too deep off into I'm a Pisces. So, like, Pisces feel deeply. Mm-hmm. And we're often in tune to, like, the energy around us, not just in our media, but just kind of, like, overall. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, I, I, I feel like, man, if I got something to offer the ecosystem man, in a positive way, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm going to try to give it. Yeah. And I just feel like this is like the platform for me. Um, and like, but I really just want, <laughs> I don't know if I answered that question properly, but in terms of my spiritual core, man, like I just, I like to do good and I like to see good. Um, and I just, just kind of want to put that out there mm-hmm. and in hopes that maybe if, people can see it and I can com- become successful this way, mm-hmm. then people can see that uh, I ain't got to do all that other shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to say no crazy shit and outlandish shit just mm-hmm. to get a reaction, just to get mm-hmm. clicks and views, you know what I'm saying, just to get on. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to do nobody dirty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to I wanna be able to collaborate with people. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to have, like, I feel like everybody can eat. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I got to step on nobody. Mm-hmm. I don't, and not even I don't want to do. That. I don't want, I don't want to get on that way. I don't want to have to be disingenuous. Yeah. Because I, I don't. I feel like for me, especially, it'd be really easy to see because I'm a terrible liar. <laughs> <laughs> so if I, if I am on some friend shit, I feel like people would be able to see through it. Yeah. So I'm just gonna be who I am. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. I, I still don't know if I answered that question properly. But... The answer to the question was he's a Pisces, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was beautiful. Yeah. Um, no, because I like how you kept referring to like the ecosystem too, like because that that lets me know that you think of yourself as part of a whole. And mm. I think I don't know how people get disconnected from that, but that from a young age that always bothered me, like that people don't see the them in everything else. Well, I mean, in American culture, we live in a very individualistic society, um, and which has only been heightened by social media. So everything is like looking inward. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, And like just even the way we use resources. I mean, we talk about 2020. Look what happened. Motherfuckers was like racking up toilet paper and then selling it online. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Selling it on Amazon for like ridiculous people's parents paying hundreds of dollars for toilet paper. You know, I'll but, never forget y'all for that. Yeah, right. I mean, but um, but yeah, it it it, it we are part. It's not it, like 
we all are proud of like the village, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's just like this is African proverb I always, I always talk about, I always say, is if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Yes. And you know, shit, you going nowhere. Nowhere fast. fast. Man, it's like and 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 you can just see that people really don't like give a fuck about each other. You know, and even even in 2020 when we had this whole this whole social upheaval and all this other stuff, a lot of people were using that stuff for their own gain, like mm-hmm. to become more popular on social media, or even with certain causes, like people was certain things happen. Everybody wants to jump online and talk about it. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I don't, at least me, I don't feel like it's not so much because they care so much about it and what's happening. It's just like this is the popular topic. Mm-hmm. This is what people want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not even so much that it affects you like that. And I don't know. I, I just, I just don't like that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm just going to, I, I just kind of want to be the anti that. But I'm, it's not like I have this whole plan where I'm just not going to be. But it, it is certain shit that I just don't want to talk about. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about relationships. <laughs> I don't want to talk about, not ever, but I don't want to get into, I don't want to be one You don't be people. that guy. Yeah, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like men are this, women are that. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas should pay all the bills. And women need to be in there cooking, cleaning, doing my laundry. Make me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> It's, 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 it is so much yeah. because like man I don't really I don't really know shit for real right. you know what I'm saying man I'm just out here trying to figure out life just like everybody else yeah. I ain't special you know what I'm saying I'm just man I'm just here and I'm just trying to offer whatever I had I just I, I kind of just wanted to it's okay to be normal man mm-hmm. like you don't have to be an expert in this or you don't have to have all of this or that you know, you can just be just a regular ass person, you know, like, and, and, and I feel like in this social media age, like everybody like needs to be spectacular in some sort of way. Yeah. Right. And nobody just wants to just be, and that kind of, it, it leads to a lot of people fronting. Yeah. Stunning for the gram as they call it. You know what I mean? And, and most of this shit is fake. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People don't be living how they say they live. People gonna be about what they say they be about. Um, I don't know. And I, I just, I just want to be one of the people. And I'm saying everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not everybody, but by and large. And I just, I just want to be authentic and maintain the authenticity throughout. Yeah. And not compromise it. You know, and going forward. Yeah, I definitely. And I noticed too. Did you notice too? Like with the pandemic, it really showed how much how fickle celebrity is. Oh. Because they were the main ones, like they were losing it. Like I have to go outside and have thirty people asking me for, you know, an autograph before I even hit the door. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly, man, that's something that uh, one of the reasons why, like, I, I was very, very hesitant to do this and start and start to try to put myself out in a in a public way. Uh huh. Is because I'm I'm a private person, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of like I would be like uh, one of those people like uh, who's it that said um, Kumo D? He was on Arsenio Hall. There's a few people who have said this, but I remember seeing this recently. Kumo D was on Arsenio Hall, and he asked him like like you always have on the hat and the glasses, and just like yeah, if I take my glasses off and my hat, and just go out in public, nobody knows who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Jamiroquai said that same thing. He always wears yep. a big ass hat with, with the lead. I forget his name, but Jamiroquai is the band. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. Such, uh, a, such a music fan. <laughs> you got to clear that up. <laughs> I, gotta clear that. I, I, I always forget his, his, his name. Yeah. And, um, but you know, he wears always wear those big hats. Right. Go out in public, nobody knows who he is. And then you see her, uh, the guitarist started like that. Yeah. She was a child uh, artist though. She was really young doing background and things like that, I know, for a while. So she was in industry for a while. I didn't know that. So I don't know if that was part of it. But then you see like recently, she's just all out here. So yeah, I was like yeah, you see you didn't see her and now you see kinda of see her everywhere. Yeah. You know, you got people like MF Doom always wear the mask, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, but I didn't wanna I felt like that would be weird, you see it. <laughs> <laughs> you probably would have went viral like, who is this one? Right, Somebody you know. identify them. Right, yeah. <laughs> they just be sharing just the ID. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. We need to reconsider that. <laughs> but no, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I just, being a celebrity um, is, I could, it just looks hard. And I think because people feel like they have like ownership of you especially now with the internet being so accessible yeah yeah and then just like i just know that like like if and when i i I do become like more public and people that i don't know really start like fucking with me Uh uh, i just know that i'm gonna have to ignore social media because people are Are brutal oh my God, ridiculous the things that they say <laughs> that's yeah. why i clap back in a minute i will let y'all know from the jump you don't you don't want to get dragged in these comments yeah. when i find time but, see, <laughs> the, 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 but the thing is that's what they want <laughs> right that's that, that's what they want they, I know. want they want a reaction they want because they'll respond like oh my god i can't believe you respond after they use it i hope your mama died bitch <laughs> 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 I hope your asshole bleeds for three weeks. Right. Oh and my they, god, you responded. Right. And this and, and they and they put that under a regular ass picture. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's like and people are so nuts, like you can't say nothing. Like you can say some shit like, Yeah man, I think unicorns are cool. <laughs> right. And somebody oh just fuck regular horses now. <laughs> right. Like, nigga, I didn't say nothing. My grandfather had a horse. What you trying to say? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nigga, I was just expressing my admiration for a mythical creature. Man, next thing you know, like I hate horses. I'm a horse hater, and somehow I ain't got to, I abuse horses. And you know what I'm saying? It's just it's people will just run, and so I I just I don't want I don't want that part of it. But there are people that are able to balance fame and still keep a level of anonymity. So I think it's about like how much you interact with it. Yeah, because yeah, I look at people like even though he didn't do this in the social media era. But somebody like Derek Jeter, who was a shortstop for the New York Yankees mm-hmm. through all those years, and you never knew shit about him personally. Yeah. Or, you know, and even still now, like there there are people like like people even look like Beyonce. Beyonce is the biggest star in the world. Mm-hmm. Some would argue. Uh, well, I can't really argue because we have a dragon. <laughs> but and you still really only know about her what she wants you to know. Yeah. You know? Um so, so there are ways around it, but man, but, but being famous, man, that shit is not for the faint of heart, man. You gotta, you gotta be able, you gotta be really, really, really secure in yourself. Yeah. Very, very secure. Or them people will drag you crazy. And also, with the, I mean, security plays into that because without it, you aren't able to set boundaries. Right. I feel like that boundary thing too, like having to be, and then being able to like cut certain people off. Cause I've seen so many celebrities where like, you know, they'll have all these people when they click and then, you know. 
after a couple awards, couple hit songs, couple you know accolades, now the whole crew different. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what's I, going on? I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, I got a small circle. I mean, I, I know I'm cool. A lot of people I know a lot of people. Yeah. But in terms of like my real friends, mm -hmm. friends are um, very very small circle. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that 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 would probably be a key. Yeah. I mean, I've never been famous before, so I don't really, I don't really know. But I just know that um, it, I, I do see how that happens. Um, one thing I, I, I will say, somebody like LeBron, mm -hmm. um, he put all his people on, but he put them in positions to where they could do things for themselves, mm -hmm. not just live off of him. Right. Right? So, especially when you talk about men, um, if you... if no grown man should be wanting to live off of another grown man. How you feel about 50 Cent Kid? <laughs> you know what? You know, you know what it you know what it is, man. He just wants attention from his father. Mm -hmm. Um I mean him saying that sixty seven hundred dollars a month in child support is not feasible. Yeah. Is 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 ridiculous. You know. Um I mean, I guess when you think about how rich 50 Cent is, though, I mean, there's one, but obviously 60 hits 700 a month is more than enough to live off of. And this nigga's like 25. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I, right. I thought he was in his 30s. Yeah. Like, everybody keep exaggerating and rounding up. <laughs> I, 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 he over 18. Right. I know that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, so, bro, you, you sit there, you talking about child support, but I think it really is just. <laughs> him yeah he obviously does Crying not have a relationship attention. with his father yeah uh 50 cent is very public with his younger son mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying him being a father so i can only imagine how that would feel mm -hmm. to him mm -hmm. like damn you ain't never fucked with me yeah now, like you posting pictures of this nigga right you know what i'm saying and so i can i can imagine there'd be a lot of like hurt yeah and you're gonna lash out in whatever way you can and this being in the social media era he obviously knew by him saying that yeah it was gonna get picked up it was yeah. gonna go viral yeah uh and i and i and, and i think he says no and i know i saw him saying something afterwards just like you know like we don't have to do that just you know what I'm saying just just give me some time yeah and i think that's really and it's kind of crazy man you know i mean 50 is a is a genius beast obviously I should say, obviously, I don't know. He appears to be more like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, but also, if you if you all if you if you think about like how he came up in the environment he came up, yeah, in, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that shit molds you. Like, yeah. I mean, this nigga got shot nine times. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I can imagine how that will affect you mm -hmm. and all the things you've seen before that. You know, yeah. his childhood and how he grew up, like you know, in, in that life. Um, and I guess, and then, but you know, sometimes you see him like online where he be doing people, he kind of a bully, yeah, you know. Um, obviously, a genius, you know what I'm saying, in terms of like, I mean, what he's done in terms of marketing and transitioning from 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 uh from music to television. Mm -hmm. It really, we really haven't seen anybody like 50 Cent do right. what he does at the level that he's done it, yeah. Um, but I mean, he obviously ain't giving no fucking parenting courses, it is weird. Cause you know, in power, 
he uh he killed his own son. And see, I, ha- I haven't watched I haven't watched any of those shows. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. None of them. The Wire. I like. I try to stay away from them shows. I feel like one day I'll sit there and I'll binge out on one of them. But yeah. like, yeah. No, Power, Power, Power was good until the end. Until the, it, okay. got, it became more like like drug dealer superhero shit. It's just like nah, this is not real. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I was like. I knew it, eventually it was gonna be like eh, I don't yeah. know if I should be watching it. I mean, it was always a little ridiculous. But yeah. Then it got to the point where just like, all right, come on, bro. This isn't remotely believable. <laughs> But early on, 50 Cent's character killed his own son. Trout. And I was just like, how much of that is um, him kind of yeah, yeah. acting that like, so it, it but in, and I don't know, like, I don't know people's personal lives. I know a lot of things can happen between people. Yeah. Uh, and I know, especially when it comes to like co-parenting relationships. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have the ability to separate the parent from the child. Mm-hmm. So the vitriol that they may have for the parent ends up affecting the child. Mm-hmm. But the child really ain't got nothing to do with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? The child ain't asked to be here. Um, you know, so, and you see that a lot. So you don't know what role that plays in their mm-hmm. relationship. Um, so I just, man, I, I hope that one day they're able to, like, because. Especially as a young man growing up around a father, and you see your father is so public, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't know what he's done. But obviously, I mean, but dude, over the years, has talked a lot of shit about him, about Fifty Cent, about his father. So yeah. you know, they've gone back and forth. So it hasn't just been like you know, Fifty just been talking shit about his son. His son just kind of been innocent this whole thing. You know? Yeah, you know, his son's definitely played a part in it. But I, I, I think as an elder, you kind of like you, you have to be the more sensible one. Yeah. Uh, but that's think, not always the case. I don't think that's 50 strong <laughs> no, I don't think so <laughs> either. <laughs> Man, yeah, it's it's wild out here. Man, you kind of uh and that's why I love you. I'm glad you talking. You going through some of my stuff. One of the things I wanted to ask you though was uh how did how you how does your daughter feel about you doing your podcast? Uh, Nia, right? Yeah, Nia. Yeah. She 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 likes it. Yeah. yeah you know, she was on the episode. I saw that. Um she likes it. She wa- I, I couldn't have- watch all of it because I, I haven't watched Stranger Things yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My it. daughter seen it all though, but yeah. yeah. So it was because. So I just thought that uh, because when I first started, I told her I was gonna I was gonna incorporate her some somehow. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and I, I plan on doing it again. Yeah. Because we so we watched a lot of, like movies and TV together. That's kind of like since she was a baby. Mm-hmm. Um. I took her to our first movie, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like our thing. Like we we go to movies, yeah. Uh, we watch shows, um, and so I actually started her watching Stranger Things. I was watching okay. it because she was too young when it first came out. Okay. Um, so I think like season two, she asked me if she could watch, and I was like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a kids. It's 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 obviously kind of gruesome in some parts, but it's a kids show. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we both ended up watching it. Uh, so I just thought it'd be cool, like you know, we could do like a little review. Yeah. Um, no, but she she loves it. Yeah. Uh, she 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 doesn't watch everything, but she, right. she checks it out. Um, she subscribed to my channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's huge. It is. Because my is. my like, I'll send her TikTok. She'll see me TikTok, but she will never follow me back. She don't want me follower. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, she because Nia doesn't have. I don't let her have social media. Okay, all. that's nice. Yeah. I, I just I feel like. Especially in this in this world, growing up is hard. Yeah. Um, in terms of like building and keeping your confidence. Yeah. And 
it's like it's it's hard enough dealing with your peers and your, your in your immediate vicinity, but mm-hmm. then you gotta factor in like the globe essentially. You yeah, and bots, <laughs> not even real people. Not even real fucking people. <laughs> so I, I just I I um so I, I don't let her have it. Mm-hmm. I just I kind of want want to. That's shield, awesome. Shield her from that. How old is she? She's fourteen. God, and that's a task, right? At this point. Well, I've ingrained it in her yeah. head so much because I just I just told her like this this like and the, and the thing is, I'm not one of those parents like I'm not a dictator at all. Yeah, we have conversations, but. My hard lines are my hard lines, gotcha. and this has been a hard line. And we went through some years ago, like her friends, like you know, friends talking about me. I'm the only one on social media, like, <laughs> and sound like a you problem. <laughs> and I always tell her, like, like the worst thing you can do is come to me trying to talk about whatever what everybody else is doing. Right, right. I don't care about what everybody else. I'm not everybody else's following. Right. Your following. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was very good. No, it, it, but that's what it'd be like. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, so, but but she does have a YouTube channel, but not but it's not her name. She because she creates like a, like a video like video edits. Gotcha. You know, she's an artist, so yeah. So I, I, I allow her. So I get that creative outlet. Right. But no, nah, she doesn't have accounts for outside of that. She doesn't have any accounts on okay. herself. Gotcha. Uh, but you know, but she digs it. You know. That's smart. Did you see that? You, did you see that um, documentary did on uh, Google? No, uh, not Google. Um, it was all of them. It was on Netflix yeah, uh, yeah, about so, the algorithm, yeah, yeah, social yeah. media, like so, something. Social something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely a, a big social engineering component mm-hmm. um, in terms of like you know, I mean, your feed is kind of curated to what you search for, what mm-hmm. you look at. Um, I believe that it's about what you say out loud too, because I it's been plenty of times. I and they confirm too, like Amazon, all of them listening when yep. you ain't they ain't That's supposed why to they ask those apps where they ask for access to your microphone. Like, yeah, they always listening. It's just like if we talk about if we just mention a product, like 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 I really need some detergent. I mean, I need to go buy you some Tide. Right. There's probably gonna be some Tide ads. on our phone you know right now. Yeah, right. It, 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 and yeah, so that shit is real. Um, so it's kind of like. When we talked about one of those things that happened like after nine eleven, that's when like privacy really kind of started to. So like, I mean, it really, unless you're gonna be off the grid for real, for real, it really is. Man, man. <laughs> and look, all of them dudes that were talking all that trash, <laughs> where they at now? <laughs> it's a few hoes still out there, but I'm like, man, you can hotel all you want, you can be the, you know, what I'm saying indigenous most sovereign. <laughs> at, this, at this point, you gotta have your own power grid. Grow your own food, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta be off somewhere in the wilderness. All of that. You gotta be completely disconnected, or else like you you in it. You, you in it, period. There's, there's no there, toe in. There's no way around it now <laughs> right. unless you completely the desegregate yourself from all of society. Right. Just, I mean, we in the matrix, man. Yeah. So it is what it is. I knew it was over when my dad got an iPhone because he is the most anti internet social media you know I, what I, I mean I, 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 I get that I've only had I, I met your father that one time uh-huh. when I came and I, I actually ended up talking to your father for a minute everybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting in the bar we had a nice we had a nice long ass conversation <laughs> yeah um, we had, that was that time you were it was one of those gigs I came to it was a lot this is obviously pre-pandemic yes yes uh, yeah man so but yeah no, it's, it's it's the world has changed man it's gonna, it's gonna continue to change Yep, and you gotta hey, you gotta keep moving, get with it, or get lost. That's why I feel like a lot of this, um, a lot of the divide between men, black men, and women too, is this like 
lack of us wanting to evolve. Each of us. Like, I feel like we each still hold on to this old thought of what each of us should be. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It's very archaic. Yeah. I I feel like... So there's there's so many people... So when you talk about what, 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 what used to be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, so a lot of it boils down to money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, men are supposed to pay all the bills, supposed to do this, supposed to do that, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Women are supposed to be domestic, submissive. Right. Um, which a lot of times I feel like um, a lot of these, a lot of dudes that like to throw that submissive turn around really just want somebody they can control. Um, and, 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 and that's, a, that's the thing is just like, do you want submission or do you want subservience? Right. Right. And those are two very different things. Yeah. Um, but also I remember my, I was, I was having this conversation with my parents a while ago and they were telling me like how much they used to make every two weeks. It was just like a few hundred dollars or some shit. Like when they first got married, man, back in like the early seventies mm-hmm. and like they had, Nice crib, car, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They say you to go out all the time, you to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was it was much more feasible back then for like a man to be able to like get a job straight out of high school and be able to provide for a whole family. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the case now. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's one. Yeah. Um, for two, um, women have just taken on a different role in society. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that had to do with the fact that, you know, we went through the crack era and mass incarceration. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just a lot of other things, globalization, people losing those factory jobs. Mm-hmm. And so women kind of had to step up, right? And I feel like now that that's happened, you have a a, a, a a men that don't want to accept that that's the case. Mm-hmm. Then women have taken on this new role in society. And you have women that are kind of mad that they had to do that. Because they, 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 they look at it like it's it's our fault that we, we did this intentionally type shit. It's like resentment for the same issue on both sides. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where none of us created these circumstances. Right. This was all kind of done to us. Right. And we're mad at each other over some shit that neither one of us really did. Right. Um, and it really is. It, but it's also like, man, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody has the right to pursue what they want. Mm-hmm. If you want to get you a man that's going to pay all the bills, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then you have a right to do that. If I want to get me a woman that's going to split the bills with me, mm-hmm. then I should have the right to do it. And I shouldn't be chat. Neither one of us should be chastised either way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I think everybody should be able to live their life the way you want to live it. Absolutely. But the the problem comes in where you want to tell everybody else, or you're not this and you're not that if you're not doing this. Right. And I just think, man, there's so much of that that and people end up having to try to live up to these expectations that a lot of times are fucking realistic. Very unrealistic. No, like, so I don't I don't pay attention to none of that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't nobody I don't count nobody else's money for them. Nobody else count my money. So nobody else pay my bills, so I'm gonna do what works for me. Absolutely, and I'm just trying to figure out, like, because I, I, so recently I heard this whole thing about six six six, like six 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 club or whatever. Yeah, so it's like these, I know, right? So it's so, so called these women are looking for men that are six feet six inches and six figures. <laughs> it's 
like, who is really out here saying this out loud? Like, so okay. <laughs> so let me get this straight. So over six feet in height. Yeah. Six, six figure feet. income and yeah, and over six inches in dick. Yeah, or at least I guess at least six inches in dick. <laughs> like, can we be more basic? <laughs> Like, and, and the, that's fine if that's what you want to do, but, like... I, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious to me. <laughs> um, and also, I know people, like, I mean, everything is relative. Um, $100,000 ain't that much money. Right. It, I mean, it's... Depending, it, on what, d- depending on what you, you have. Depending on what you do. Yeah, where you mean, if you got kids and yeah. marriage and shit, in this day and age... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Inflation right now. That shit get eaten up. Yeah. Really fuck quick. Um, But I mean, you know, it's it's good. Yeah. But if if people look at it, it's just like you make a if you if you could just get to six figures and like all your problems go away. It's just like that's not not nigga unless you unless you living in like fucking Gary, Indiana. You know what I'm saying? Um, (sighs) With them potholes. Right, right, right. But nah, I I just and then you got like. I mean, and I mean, I don't know. I guess most niggas ain't on six feet. I guess I'm. <laughs> I guess I'm fortunate. How uh, tall are you? I'm six two. Hey y'all, <laughs> got one of them sixes checked off for sure for you. <laughs> stupid. I mean, I, so stupid. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm gonna keep the other one for myself. Shout out. Yeah, the only one. No, <laughs> I tried to get it out. <laughs> no, you know, I'm not, uh, that's not for everybody. No, you, you understand. But hey, you know, I'm all right. I'm, it's yeah. the ones that don't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's funny that you say that because the whole alpha male thing. Is, I don't know if you seen my episode recently, but I that thing. Ugh. I watched. I did watch some of it. Okay, and it, it, it's because for me, it's like if you're an alpha, you ain't got to you ain't got to say whatever you are. If you truly are that, you don't have to say it. Point blank, period. People gonna know it right when they see you and you walk in the door. How you carry yourself, right? You know what I mean. I ain't got to beat on my chest. I ain't got to like wear that shit across my body, right? You know what I'm saying? I am who I am. Right. I'm be who I'm gonna be. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, all that I that shit was always for me, honestly, man, especially with uh, with the men that I see, a lot of these dudes is lame, Joe. They yeah, I what my uh <laughs> <laughs> okay. they, they lame and I see them as they didn't get action growing up or as young adults or possibly even now um but now they have a platform and they have a good job and they have a little bit of money and now they want to talk shit be vengeful you know what i'm saying yeah it's just like bro like if if i remember i i was very broke Mm -hmm. and in early adulthood like in my late 20s early 30s i was broke yeah. I'm talking about scratching and surviving, <laughs> waiting hey, in the child line. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the most disputed lyric part right, of right. Chappelle, right? Right, right, exactly. 
know what I'm saying? All that shit. And when I tell you, I had no problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, That'd be the thing. I'm like, I know plenty of broke dudes that get action. They just know how to talk and finesse or whatever it is. And I mean, not saying that that's always right if you not present yourself as who you are. Yeah, but even I, then, it's I know chicks that just will mess with a broke, busted dude and won't complain about it for, you know, years on end. I mean... <laughs> So it's just like, bro, and then it's just like, and then be the dudes talking about like, you know, if a woman, like we talking about like, if a woman has a high earning job that makes her less attractive, it's just like, they good, bro. Bro, <laughs> that's real. My When I bought my house, my boyfriend at the time, I told him I was buying a house. I mean, it wasn't like a secret. Mm. And, uh, and, you know, at that time he could have brought up any reservations he had or questions or concerns about the status of our relationship. But he waited until we had, you know, it was kind of at the end of things and I was getting ready to break it off. And he brings it up like, uh, yeah, I knew when you bought your house, you wasn't ready for no serious relationship. And I'm like, what in the entire... So I'm supposed to be homeless because I'm waiting on you to figure out what you want or like, you know what I mean? Yeah, how the fuck <laughs> is buying a house... Say I, I want to be single forever. Like that's just so ridiculous. Yeah, you got your children. <laughs> that's like goodbye. Like thank you, thank you for confirming that but <laughs> something's not right. A lot of that stuff is just based on people be projecting their insecurities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know they don't realize that, and like the shortcomings that they may have, right? They'll put that off on other people. You know what I'm saying? And that's really what that should be about. So I don't pick too much attention. Absolutely, you can't. Yeah. But yeah, that, that took me back. I was like, that's the thing? So you can have your house. But I'm supposed to pay rent. Well, maybe. But we had conversations. It's not like he was like, hey, well, why don't you? Yeah, because like, I mean. I'm time, not going to offer your house up to myself. <laughs> yeah, the time to bring that up would have been like when you was looking for a house. Right. When I when I said, hey, I got a realtor. And, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Looking nice. at, yeah. Weird. You still doing jujitsu? Jiu- I can't say that real fast. Jujitsu. Jujitsu. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm never going to stop. Yes. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to do that. That's that's become um, it's a passion of mine. Uh, it's it's an outlet. Um, the people I do jujitsu with are not just like my classmates, they're my friends mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah, nah, so I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to stop doing that. Uh, as for as long as God willing, as long as my body allows me to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing it. Um, I'm gonna be teaching. I want to teach. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually supposed to be my uh, my coach is going out of town for a minute, so I, I, I might be teaching my first class. In this nice. Next, next next few weeks. Excited. Yeah, yeah. Man. I wish I could have somebody to send over there to you, cause I don't know. I, my the way my joints be cracking and stuff. Y'all might jujitsu my whole leg like a Barbie doll right across the room. <laughs> hey, 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 people be so afraid, man. It's like I was gonna ask you that. People be scared, bro, and it's so wild. It's just like, bro, this is not Fight Club. Right. We each other ass. We we all got jobs. We all know. We ain't nobody trying to hurt them, bro. We gotta got, we gotta go work tomorrow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody trying to end up on FMLA. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like and, you would get it anyway, would you? <laughs> like you did that to yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Having to take PTO for this shit. Nah, right. Man. Like we, it's 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 a form of exercise. It's right. a martial art. You know. Now, obviously, you know. I mean, there are there's there's. I mean, yeah. I've I've been injured. You mm-hmm. know. I mean, that's part of it. You know. It's it's kind of like. Um, but it's not like something that like happens often. Right. Like anytime you do anything athletic, I mean, you can go to the gym, you can pull your hamstring running on the fucking treadmill. Anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, so like 
fear of injury is not really a reason to not come. What 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 I what I I just know like the benefits that is that I've experienced from it. Mm-hmm. Um and there are just so okay, I played football, right? Mm-hmm. High school, college. Um and there is no other way to like simulate that sort of competitiveness, mm-hmm. you know, with, with that sport. Um, but it's kind of like an outlet. And once I found jujitsu, it's kind of like, okay, this is something that I can get that's similar to that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it started. But what I found is, man, it's really just like learning a skill and just like honing my discipline because it takes, jujitsu is hard. It's it's counterintuitive. It, it, it causes you to use and bend your body in ways that you're not used to doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to be able to kind of like, so you have to kind of like reprogram your mind mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, and it's almost like even in terms of like, because it's similar to wrestling, but like in, in jujitsu, being on your back can be a dominant position, mm-hmm. which is when is that ever Right. In other, you know what I'm saying? In any other aspect of life, being on your back, flat on your back is not. <laughs> Missionary. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Visuals. That's all. I'm trying to give a visual. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but no, being on your back is, is not a dominant position, but it can be in jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, it just in terms of like the discipline it provides, like it's exercise, um, and it, it it's it, it can build like you know, camaraderie amongst mm-hmm. others, man. It, it, it just and it's and really kind of like self confidence because like then you're leveling up. You, mm-hmm. know? you start as a white belt, and it really takes like two years of consistent training to go through belts. And only five belts. Yeah, it's white, blue, purple, brown, black, right? So I'm uh, a blue should be a purple very soon. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, that, and so like just that 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 ability to level up, yeah, and it's just like okay, now you got to this level. Now okay, this is cool. But now you gotta get, and even when you get to black, there are levels to that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it gives you something to kind of always be shooting for. Mm-hmm. Like you're always a student. You're always learning. Um, and it and it's and it really is just like a, a like like a it's a, a hobby mm-hmm. that is a passion mm-hmm. at the same time. And it gives you something that's just like completely separate um, from your regular life. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, I go to competitions and I get to compete against people that I've, I've never met before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we do battle and, you know, win some, lose some. But after every match, like, it's always like my opponent is just like, man, bro, like, how did you do this? Man, how'd you like, mm-hmm. man, I was really like, man, you almost had me there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, a, it's just this this level of respect that people have because everybody that goes there knows like the work and the dedication they took to be able to get to that right. level of competition. And and not only that, the courage that it takes to just be able to step on that mat. Because a lot of people are not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Is, 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 people be scared. Yeah. You know, I've had people, I've seen people come to class one time and be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. You know, or like you have people that, Who's always ask me like, yeah, man, this is this is shit that kills me. People will ask me. I don't be. I just mind my own business. Sitting in somebody shoot me a message or like, 
hey man, when is jujitsu class? Man, I'm gonna come, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna come learn that shit. And I tell them when it is, and the niggas never show up. And man. I'm just like, bro, like, why did you even, you know, what was the point of you even reaching out to me? You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. But, That's how I got with me in Spanish. I'm like, people always reach out, oh my God, I need to learn. I'm about to go. I, you know, teach me a couple, you know. All right, here, inbox me. I had a whole Google Classroom set up, organized, found. Yeah, you got bilingual as fuck, too. Black and bilingual. I didn't even realize. Yeah, I got. I was, and I was going to tell you earlier when you mentioned uh, Bruce Lee, I was looking for my Bruce Lee shirt, but this one was the one that came out the pound. It's great. But yeah, but yeah, um, yeah it's like, yeah, y'all, y'all want to do things. You want to do them, but you just don't want to get over that fear of trying something new and looking dumb for a little while. Yeah, and it's also like the level of there. You, you have to be disciplined. Yeah, and you have to be dedicated to it. It's not like jujitsu is hard. Yeah. It takes a long time to learn. Yeah. Um, like I've been with my. I started. Well, I I originally started in 2013, but. I, it was kind of off and on. My coach then, it was, it was, excuse me, it was a very off and on, off and off and on again thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I hurt my back in between. There was just a lot to happen. But I would say when I really started to really be consistent with it was in uh, late 2018, early 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so in those three, three and a half, four years, mm-hmm. um, is it. it it really took me from like, I didn't really understand what I was doing mm-hmm. to now I understand a little bit, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it, so it, it, and it really, but now like I can look at somebody, like I, I see like new white belts and people come in and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I remember when I couldn't do that. Yeah. You know, like, well, I'll be like explaining to them like, nah, man, this is how you do this. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? You gotta move this way. You gotta put your foot right yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? Those little, those little intricacies. Yeah. Uh, and just being able to explain that uh, and it, but it just takes time to learn. Mm-hmm. And I understand, man, people have lives. We all have things that we have to do. Um, but like, if it, I feel like everybody should have a hobby mm-hmm. or something, something outside of just their work and their family that, you know, interested, something they can get away, something that's just theirs, mm-hmm. you know? Cause like, I mean, jujitsu is kind of like, that's my time, yeah. you know, where I just, I'm doing what I want to do. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing nothing for nobody else. I ain't doing nothing for my job. I ain't got to do nothing for my kids, my family, nothing like that. This is this is all for me, you know. And, and do you feel like when you're doing it, does it like take you out your head in a way? Like you're doing, of course, you're thinking technically what you're doing, but you're not so focused on outside things because you're so consumed with what you're doing. Well, yeah, because you got to concentrate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we, yeah, I mean, because one, you gotta learn. So it. So basically, I, I just take you through a class, right? Mm-hmm. So we do the class is typically two hours, six to eight. We do conditioning for the first part of the class, you know, just exercising, mm-hmm. and then um, second part of the class is is the straight jujitsu. Mm-hmm. We'll do drills, and then we'll learn like he'll teach like technique, like what certain move. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you have to listen and pay attention to mm-hmm. what the fuck he's saying mm-hmm. and showing you. Because then you're going to execute it. Right. Right? So, okay, you listen, you pay attention, you take it all in, and then you go, you execute it. Mm-hmm. Right? And then we'll, we'll do that, a few drills, a few, uh, maybe we'll, we'll teach us a few moves. Most of the time, they're in sequence. Right? We will start here, and then you add this on, and you add this on. And then we're sparring. Mm-hmm. So now we're essentially fighting. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I gotta concentrate there. My mind can't be there. My mind gotta be right here. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of without even there have been so many times where like I've gone to jujitsu class and my mind has been all over the place, but then when I get there, it's just there. Yeah. And then all the stuff that was bothering me beforehand, it's not really there anymore. I think that's so important, especially when we get to our age. Um, because I do, I feel like I feel like our parents, too, at least mine, I saw where they had their jobs and the things that they, you know, kind of committed to doing. But like as far as like hobbies and really the things that they love to do, I, don't, I feel like they sacrificed a lot of that. And I feel like our generation kind of is more like, you know, I'm going to be a balanced person and I'm going to take, you know, my time for me. And self-care is kind of more in the forefront of how we kind of operate in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that keeps us young. Like you said, when you when you give yourself a challenge and you make yourself a student and you yeah. get out of your head so much and, you know, the challenges of day-to-day life can really stress you out and make you old. You know what I mean? So you do yeah. need something on the side to really, like, do the things you love. Because there was always something as a kid I feel like you, you really wanted to do. Yeah. Everybody. But yeah. you, you didn't do it because you got made fun of. Because, like, uh, Ray J, did you see he did an interview and somebody stopped him and they asked him if there were something you tell yourself like 20 years ago or your 20-year-old self or something like that, um, what would you tell him? And I wasn't expecting his answer, but he was like, man, stop trying to be cool. He was like, man, like, he was like, I wanted to tap dance. If I would have just did that, my life would have been so much different. And, you know, I, I didn't do it because I, I just wanted to look cool and that wasn't a cool thing to do. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy because that's so fucking true. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was a kid, uh, I was like super confident, still am. Um, but I kind of got out of it um, as I got older because it wasn't cool. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of like having my kids allowed me to kind of like to reconnect and go through all that stuff. So I see the stuff that she's doing now. You know, she's she's a painter, she draws, she plays guitar, you know what I'm saying? She's like kind of like living in a lot of my wildest dreams. And it's yeah. like, she doesn't, you know, she's not growing up the way I grew up, Yeah. right? Um, you know, being outside in the early 90s uh, required uh, a certain level of, I guess, toughness, you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I and I, I guess I didn't necessarily associate what I what what I was into at that time with that. Yeah. So I let a lot of it go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying for a while. And you know, you know what I'm saying just like with people dictating what's cool or what's not. And especially for us as black kids growing up on the south side. Um, you know, I was in the '80s, um, and it was. You know, it, 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 so I, I definitely, I feel what he says yeah. on that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I didn't go as far as Ray J, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ray J, um, it was funny, because I, I, we was talking about, uh, I had to do some research for a topic, man, what we did. We were talking about for, for my Easily Offended podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, I dug into, like, that whole Kim Kardashian, Ray J sex tape thing. Okay. And then what I found... Um, I forgot that he used to fuck with Superhead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she said, you can't tell her nothing because she don't spoil out whatever you say. Mm-hmm. But she was talking about how, like, you know, 
when that whole thing happened with the sex tape, you know, Kim always acted like she had no part of it. She went, but that was right. not true. Right. But Ray J was very complicit because Ray J was just obsessed with being famous. Mm -hmm. You know, and what she said she told him, obviously we don't know if it's true. Mm -hmm. What she said she told him at the time was like, this is not going to work out for you the way it's going to work out for her. <laughs> Are you talking about uh, the mom? Kinda... No, no, no. Superhead told Ray J. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Like when she was talking about like you know him and them releasing that sex tape. Gotcha. Whatever. She like this is not gonna work out for you the way it's gonna work out for her. Right. And lo and behold, fuck if she wasn't right. Right. Um, you know, that, that, the head not just for that is for thinking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what? I'm stop. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, nah, it, and and so it, you do end up, and like I said, even more so now. But even back then, this is before social media, right? You know I mean? Right. It's just like just being in your classroom was just like, are you wearing comic books? I guess, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Uh, you drawing all this other shit? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you smart, and you did good grades. Right. You know what I mean, like whole time they jealous and insecure and all of that, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah <laughs> The same shot tell my kid that. Yep, yep. It's just like never people like people that secure themselves don't go out of their way to make other people feel bad. Absolutely. Um and you know, so I just remember transitioning from like I was staying in the house a lot, you know what I'm saying, drawing, reading and all that other shit. And then it's just like, you know, I wanted to be cool. So now I'm outside with my brother, has swung to the left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah man, you know. But it, 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 the thing is, you you can you can. It, there's not one way to be cool, right? You know what I'm saying. So Just be you. That's be the you. coolest thing that's you can be. Cool, the coolest thing you can do is to be yourself. Yep. Yeah, that's really yeah for sure. Well, on that note, it's been a good time. Anything else you want to add before we end this? Uh, nah, man. Thanks for having me. This was this was this was this has been cool. This and I put the lime in your bullet, man. And that shit low key. <laughs> I ain't never had this shit before. I'm like, hey, this is this ain't this ain't bad at all. I gotta, gotta get, give me some motherfucking limes. Man, li shit, man, limes are great, man, yeah, and man. healthy and man, all the citrus fruits. Yeah, the citrus, man, the uh, oranges, lemons. I um, I had some congestion for a minute, man. Yes, I started drinking that lemon water. Put yes. lemon like the fresh lemon in my tea. Mm -hmm. Man, knocked all that shit right out, man. Cit citrus fruits, man, the vitamin C. No, I mean, you obviously can't have too much of that acidity, but you know, you yeah, yeah, balance, but, yeah, you know, yeah. But, it's, it's, but what they say with the lemon, it alkalines or alkalizes oh, in the body. Yeah, some something to that effect. So it, it's not as acidic as it would be normal. You know, outside the body, it's okay. something in the body that chem chemistry, y'all. Yeah, yeah, chemistry. <laughs> I, I didn't fail chemistry. That wasn't definitely wasn't my. I fault. had Mr. Slick, so I was just I, I was just in there fending for my. No, wasn't he? Oh no, that was, who was that for chemistry? No, no, he was. He did chemistry and physics, didn't he? He, he might. Have, I had Miss Ionoder. Yeah, I didn't take physics. I didn't take physics either. I had I, I had Miss Ionoder for chemistry. Did you okay. Know her? No, she, I think I remember the name, but I, don't, I didn't have her. She was so fucking mean. <laughs> but she was. But what I found out, she was actually cool though. Just. But because the the, the thing is, like, so I never forget one time in class she said some shit wrong. And I, I and I proved her wrong uh -huh. in class, and she kind of knocked me for it. Uh -huh. But ever since, but from that point on, 
I got a whole nother level of respect. For right. Her. And she uh she gave us this project to do for like extra credit and I did it. And uh I was always like a pretty good writer. And I went I, so she was really impressed with what I did with that. So we had like a different report after that. She was mean as fuck. <laughs> general, like just from, from jump, yeah, she was too good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you could deal with all them kids and not be. So I, my hats off to any teachers that's it. out here trying to do Man, it. I, I looked at that shit so differently after, like, you know what I'm saying, as an adult. Uh huh. Like I couldn't imagine. Like, I can't. I would have been on the news choking one of them. <laughs> and, and you know, we had a different level of respect. Like we, right. like, because we, we, we had a different respect and, and fear of yeah. elders yeah. in general. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like now these kids don't. Care. And then back, I, it wasn't it wasn't unheard of back in our day in elementary and early days of house, high school to have the principal or somebody put their hands on you. Like, and it, I remember uh, elementary school, our dean had belts literally in the, the room in the dean's room, belts lined up on the wall. Like, come come, parent, have your pick: leather, pleather. <laughs> I remember, man, when I was in grammar school, one of the assistant principals had a panel. Right. Yeah, like yeah, you know what I'm saying? They would put their paws on you. Yeah. Like, you just like now, just like yeah. and, then, and then it'd be like, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll tell you I had to do this and the parents be like, Oh yeah, well shit, then you fuck around and get it again. Right. Like, right. Now it's like you do that shit, the parents wanna fight you. Right. It's just it's <sighs> it's different. Yeah, man. It's different. Times have changed. <laughs> well, thank you. Y'all check out his channel. Make sure y'all subscribe. It's channel now. Yes, sir. And check you out for your jujitsu lesson. If you if you about that life. Yeah, man. If you, if, uh, Power <laughs> Fitness on Hunt Knife in Michigan, Mondays and Wednesdays, 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, Saturdays, 11 to 1. Uh, Professor Jim Williams, really good guy. Uh, always looking for new students, man. You know what I'm saying? So if you ever want to try it, you know, it's, 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 it's a really cool thing. Uh, you know, it's, we're not going to hurt you. <laughs> you know, not, not intentionally. Not <laughs> Might get you in your feelings a little bit, but I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and, and that happens to everybody. They go in there and they think, you know, motherfuckers think they can fight it. They think they strong. Yeah, yeah. And a motherfucker half half your size fold you up, and they can do something to your ego. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you gotta be able to move past that. Yeah. It makes you. It makes you stronger in the air. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And hit us up. We we ready to put a logo on this white hoodie, right? <laughs> <laughs> right across that right billboard, across we got you. Got to get a per square inch rate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, one side, you know what I'm saying? Like this side right here, and right, this right. Side right here. So it's a lot of square footage. Now I can put like three logos just right here. So, I'm telling you, you know chest wide as fuck. <laughs> Next time you gotta wear the green screen. Right, right. <laughs> just let them put it on there for you. Whatever you want to put it on here, it's up, it's up. You edit it. I'm good. It's been real, y'all. Thank y'all so much. Thanks for tuning in. And make sure y'all like and subscribe and share if you enjoy anything. But once again, um, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. And y'all have a blessed one. Love you. Bye.